Hello everyone and welcome once again to Yada Yada Boys, the official uh, Judges Bizarre Adventure podcast of the anime, of the manga, of the Hirohiko Araki. And uh, it's finally Friday. It turns out that it's Friday. That's uh, with you as always, Brooks Oglesby. Yeah, I'm Brooks and my name happens to be Toilet though. Okay. <laughs> that was um, Bender's uh, like girlfriend. If you yeah, <laughs> Toilet. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so, uh, as I mentioned, we, uh, Yada Yada Boys is usually a Saturday affair. Right. So we get a one full day to digest the episode, but this one, we watched, we watched it fresh off the Crunchyroll presses. Yeah, dude. Because, uh, t- tomorrow, uh, me and, uh, producer Kim of the show will be going to the famously not racist city of Boston for the weekend. <laughs> so. We're gonna go celebrate inclusion and yeah. a continuing history of excellence. Yeah, uh, happy anniversary, nine years, Kim. It's a long fucking time. Let's go, uh... Let's go, let's do it. Yeah. As as they do. It's the famous town, you're gonna go see the big, famous metal Big Bean of Boston. I'm gonna go see the world champion Red Sox, famous Fenway Park Green Monster in December. Tom Brady's Mean Bean Machine of... Tom Brady's Mean Bean Machine will be there in the city. Has Tom Brady ever eaten a bean? I don't think so. I don't even think he eats pussy. Okay, well, we don't, maybe that's what gives him his strength and career longevity. That's why he has to cheat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's actually, so, like, the, the whole, like, funny deflation football thing. Uh huh. It was because he's actually too good from, um, munching all that box. He hadn't, listen, he had a monkey's paw and he said, I, okay, monkey's paw, give me all the football ability in the world. And the monkey's paw curled inward and said, okay, but the only way you can access it is by eating pussy. And he said, no, I'm going to cheat instead. Of your famous wife, Giselle Munchen. (laughs) He said there will be no Giselle Munchen today. (laughs) No. (laughs) There will not. Um, I also would like to wish all of our... uh, Listeners a happy thank you for listening. First of that, all, first of all, but all our fellow gamers, happy uh, Smash Day! Yeah, must be nice. Have a good one. Have a good time. I mean, I've been on my fucking Amazon track package page out for delivery all day. We can so. we can cut the episode early if it gets Let's, here. Uh, listen, I'll frequently be refreshing it as soon as it <laughs> says delivered. We're gonna wrap this up. Yeah, it's just every thirty seconds. Oh yeah, I missed his hat, and then you're just recording after your yeah. That's what I would <laughs> be doing. As I, I mentioned this in a Pigot Discord, but. Uh, Kim did buy, purchase the game for me as a Christmas present, and she said I could have it, I could open it early whenever it gets here, under the one condition I don't bring it with us on our anniversary weekend. Right. Uh, which is, uh, you know, some people would say that's a fair de- fair deal, but the uh, Nintendo Switch is famously known for its portability, so... Right, if you were ever going to take it anywhere, it should be on your anniversary seems, weekend, seems and it just counter- works counterintuitive but um she doesn't know that i'm gonna be like oh i i'd like to check out uh this area and we're gonna go to friend of the show funny lauren's house and play the smash brothers so uh-huh 
She doesn't know that yet. Happy though, anniversary. So. It's Happy anniversary. I hope that Kim doesn't listen to her favorite podcast, Yaddy Yaddy Boys, before your anniversary think, weekend. Hey, Eddie, let, drive, <coughs> we're, while, while we're driving on this long drive together, I'd like to listen to Yaddy Yaddy Boys for the first time. Let's start with episode 57 yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Eddie, can you do the gestures and, and mouth lip sync along with your favorite jokes from Yaddy Yaddy Boys episode 57? <laughs> I would love to hear it. And I'll say, yeah, but the jokes don't start until about five minutes in, so let's just skip to that. <laughs> Uh, just to get you in. Yeah, let me just skip to the part where me and Brooks do Spider-Man 2 video game The Boss Voice when we say the title of the first episode. <laughs> the title of the first... Great segue. Is, uh, The First, first Mission from, from the, the boss. boss. The First Mission from the Boss. The spider's here. Oh, uh, what's with the get-up, chump? <laughs> cool Spider-Man outfit, bub. <laughs> um, so yeah, two episodes we're talking about today. First one. The first mission from the boss. Um, first, what did you think of these episodes? I liked them. I I like the I I continue to enjoy the child of Narancha. Yeah, he's very good. Uh, it's the second they I think they added a lot of stuff that wasn't originally in the manga. Right, because everybody was speculating that the the mission from the boss episode would actually be a two part Narancha, like part one and part two, in the same way that Six Bullets appears was. I mean, this one kind of is, but at the end of the second one, right. the next episode. So basically, they, um, the arc probably could have been done in two episodes, but they added all that stuff with the La Squadra Chocuzione. Yeah, kind of a lot so, in there. So, um, that, they added that, so we'll... Last week, Hirohiko Araki heard me say, like, wow, it's kind of a bold move for them to just, like, kind of make Koichi bail three episodes in and just leave us with all these new characters, and... And Hirohiko Rocky says, oh yeah? You think I can only do that? And then he introduced a whole new team of people. Would you like to meet seven new gremlins? <laughs> They're all named after desserts. This one is named Fish. <laughs> uh, that's how Rocky talks. Yeah, it is how he famously talks. Uh, so getting into the first one, uh, it's the, the aftermath of uh, the hat man of yeah, the shootout. Guido Mista, he has bullet tummy trouble. So somehow, so they go into the toilet, which we see famously throughout this episode. <laughs> um, and fucking Fugo is like, "Here, I have just have this with me. It's a stapler." Yeah, dude. And I'm gonna staple you. Listen, we I haven't we haven't seen Fugo's. I haven't seen Fugo's stand yet. So maybe he just has office supplies. Office supplies. <laughs> Welcome to the mafia. Here is your ability. <laughs> yeah. And so they don't have to pay for it. It's good. Yeah. Um. So he just kind of staples uh, Mister's wound shut, and yeah. he seems uh, Mister has has a line. He's like, "What if it gets infected?" But he seems fine. Yeah, he's fine. Uh, Narancha does say it looks like a comic book when he gets stapled up, which is good. yeah. It's, he does look kind of look like a manga. And listen, if they need, listen, I could see. I judging from the last thirty seconds of conversation, I don't think this will happen, but. It would be kind of fun. It's not too late, Araki, if you're listening. So, like, Mystic, he gets a tummy infection. And the doctor says, I can't, I can't access the virus. It's too small. And who shows oh. up? Who shows up to go inside a fantastic <laughs> voyage inside Guido Mista and his six bullet sons? Then Narancha last hey, name. Hey, remember when they fought Dan of Steel and Stans could get tiny? Oh, yeah! At once? <laughs> Fuck all this shit about part five is where it gets weird. It was always this, and it's good. <laughs> anyway, they can just do that, but whatever. That's his power. Yeah, anyways, um, they're all hanging out in the bathroom, and Bruno says, congratulations, I'm Capo now. 
I do want to, there's a kind of, they briefly say, I, who are, who are they? Sally and the other guy. I forget his name. But the last two guys they fought, someone says, oh yeah, they're passed out on the boat. You mean the guy who got shot in the head twice in the same spot? He's passed out? He's fine. He's, he likes it. <laughs> he likes it. It's good. He's starting a bullet collection with his skull. Yeah. Mate, you got a hole in your head. <laughs> It's so good. Um, anyway. Uh, I fucking hate when I'm in the bathroom and I see two people with stand hair just menacingly cleaning it right two, outside. Two normal people cleaning with menacing signs around them. Yeah. And then I think their auntie goes outside. They send out the kid like, to be like, beat it, what kid. We're talking about our secret billion dollars in here. We're talking about our billion... This is how Narantia talks about it. He says, beat it. We're talking about our billion dollars and our ghost magic. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, the, like, custodial worker is like, I need to clean the bathroom. Fucking says, Yu-Gi-Oh's is- grandpa is here. Yeah. yeah. He says, is your name Toilet? <laughs> no, or she says that, right? Right, yes. Yeah. The secret he's pink like, woman. I- the secret pink woman, uh, she- he's like, get out of here. We're doing stuff here. And she's like, well, this says Toilet. And I don't think... Is that your name? Yeah. Owned. No. So, Naracha is normal and tries to stab this person with a knife immediately. Which, well, to be uh, fair, she called him a toilet. She did say, well, she she asked if toilet was his name. <laughs> she coaxed him into a snafu where she, he could only be mad if his name was toilet. Yeah, so he pulls a knife out and she does a fucking judo throw and cuts him in the face, which happens a lot to this little boy. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a porous membrane and he gets uh, stabbed a lot. Uh, spoilers, it is revealed that these two people are involved with uh, Passione. And, uh, the, li- the little old man is, uh, what's his name? His name is in Italian, it's Mr. Pericolo, uh-huh. which translates so let's call, let's to call. Mr. Danger. Okay! <laughs> it's kind of Italian for danger. I was gonna make a funny joke about calling him Mr. Pericolin, but... Okay, maybe like Mr. Perineum or Mr. Coca-Cola, but Mr. Danger is pretty good. Mr. Danger is pretty fucking good, dude. I think we're gonna go with that for the rest And he's episode. not the boss. He's not. Like, he's he not is. even the coolest one. He, he is... Uh, Dr. Danger is the, is the boss. Doc, please, call me Mr. Danger. <laughs> Dr. Danger is my Danger my extra. Boss. Yeah. Um... So yeah, it turns out this guy's like a high-ranking member of the the fun mafia, mm-hmm. and everyone has to bow to him because they're, first they're shocked that he's like a little old man and he has mob power. Yeah, he looks like Hank Hill's dad, and yeah, <laughs> and he's like, anyways, ten billion liar, please, thank you, please, thank you, thank you. I'm Mr. Uh, Deju. I'm still he. Uh, fuck. The other day, Kim put on fucking. <laughs> 13 Crazy Nights or whatever it's called. It's 8 and, Crazy Nights and, uh, please, okay. please, it's Hanukkah, don't, don't disrespect I, 8 Crazy Nights. Okay, sorry, 8 Crazy Nights, I'm sorry, um, to too old, who celebrate? But, um, <laughs> it was because I was thinking of the evil number. Um, and at first I wasn't completely averse to this. I was like, you know what, I've never seen this f- before, I'll give it a shot. Sure. And, and then it's fucking Adam Sandler doing that shitty old man voice. The you whole didn't, time. His character Whitey, the old man. You and didn't... he talks like this for the whole movie. Yeah, but and you I couldn't could, deal with it. I bet you fucking cried, though. I didn't. I didn't watch it. Well, there. That's the thing. Is you can't. 
It's I I watched the first episode of JoJo and I said there aren't even ghosts, so it's bad. It's uh-huh. you have to really you have to watch all of it before you. Oh can shit! Criticize. We lost Craig. <laughs> Craig, I I hope you're recording because yeah, dude, this. he bailed on us. He's still showing up with me, which is maybe a bad sign about my connection. I don't know. Well, you sound fine to me, so so everything's good. Don't worry about it. Yeah, whatever. Fuck Craig. I can say that any, now. If we have any problems at all with this episode, I'll be in a different state and I'll be untraceable and <laughs> I will be in a secluded bathroom playing the funny Nintendo game of Smash while Kim waits for me and bangs on the door. Fucking, did we just lose connection? Literally? Hello? Hey, we're back. Craig heard us. <laughs> Craig heard it. Craig was an omen. <laughs> he said, uh, he said he was recording, but Discord said, I don't think so. Yeah. Careful. A funny crash in the middle of there. Yeah, it's. Uh, I you know I got a PS4 recently and I. Oh. The only. <laughs> I fuck. I didn't work this one out in time. Hang on. I, I got a PS4 recently and I. I thought there was only going to be one rebooted crash. Okay. In my I was life. wondering if you were going to take the Bandicoot route on that one, and I'm, I'm I'm glad we made it there. Yeah. Thank you. So where were we? You're talking about uh, Hank Hill's dad. Hank Hill's dad. I mentioned the funny toilet. Um. They're okay. in there now. Yeah, they're in the uh, toilet. Where uh, Bruno hid the funny treasure. It's in a... Right, Bruno, in a, Bruno puts on his toilet gloves and says, hello, is in the urinal the whole time. And then he, then he says, congratulations, you're capo now. Yeah, and so Bruno says, I'm capo? Bruno hit, did a funny zipper and hid... The, oh, oh, the treasure is just fucking like a pirate treasure. Like, it's a golden gems. Yeah. And uh, it was there the whole time. And someone's like, wow, guys were doing pee-pee here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I can't believe that some people were doing pee-pee right next to treasure. <laughs> and so then uh Mr. Danger is like, Congrats, you congratulations, you done it and then he <laughs> says, You're you're capo now. And everyone's very happy for Bruno. Uh-huh. So he's basically taking over all of uh the funny. Yeah, like, he immediately you know, gets all of Popo's powers. He gets very big. Uh <laughs> big big Bruno as they call him now. Uh-huh. Um but he also has to pick up on uh Popo's mission which i don't know how he would do because he was in a fucking prison right but uh his next task was to guard the boss's daughter that's a good point that that was sort of pulpo's job yeah that's why he 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 didn't he never finished it because he was in prison right yeah he made a mistake maybe that's why he wanted to stay in prison because he he didn't want to be around a teenager right yeah a teenage goyle (laughs) cool yeah you know what uh, else is cool is how they say the word boss. Because they say it like boss, 20 times boss-y? in a row. Bossy? Bossy. Yeah. It's, I, I enjoy it. They just like, it's like they do like Friday, basically, but they just say bossy? Yeah. Over and over boss-y. again. That's nice. Finally, bossy. <laughs> um, so, hey, that other, um, custod- custodian was, it was Trish. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yugi Go's grandpa says, hey, I already gave you the daughter. And they said, where is she? I don't see one, and then he she looks around, and it's, Jor- it's her. Jorno is the only one there with more than one brain cell, so he says, that's probably her. Yeah, it's probably the one with the pink stand hair, and her name is Trish Una, and she has fighting powers. It's probably her. And and she 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 kind of has, like, her titties out. It's not- yeah, they, they're like, hey, this is how we draw her, and she's 15. Don't forget. Remember, this is a child. Yeah, said, it's kind said, of a, gotta say, kind of a whack way to draw a kid. They say, "Hey, uh, Eddie, these are this is the same age as the children you teach about Benjamin Franklin uh, a- aphorisms and stuff." Yeah, and like said, they didn't even like put like Anne in a bikini back in the day. Like, 
Anne, Anne was booty ass naked. <laughs> That's true. I forgot that she was booty ass. I did sort of uh, Eternal Sunshine most of that episode out of my brain. <laughs> You forgot the funny monkey? I knew that the funny monkey happened, but I was like, I didn't remember Anne just, like, always being drawn as, like, she's going right right into a fucking tanning bed, you know? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so Trish is here, and they have to watch her. Um, And uh, Mr. Danger, he's telling everyone, like, hey, uh, yeah. So the boss had a daughter with this lady who conveniently died, like, two days after word got out that it was the boss's daughter. Yeah. And she said, look for a man named Soldidonaso. But that was his, like, old crime name. Right. Don't let don't let anyone find out. My favorite thing Part 5 does is at, like, it shows, it's like, oh, dangerous men are looking for the boss. And it shows silhouettes of, like, regular-looking mob gangsters. Right. In, like, suits and hats. Like, there's no fucking way they actually look like that. They blend in. They all look like stand users. (laughs) They all look like the various non-human races from Zelda games. Yeah. (laughs) So then, uh, Mr. Danger, he's like, okay, all you have to do is protect her for one week. Yes, man. And, of course, the enemies looking for her are stand users. Also, I don't have a stand goodbye. Yeah, I don't have a stand goodbye. It's because nobody wanted to, to prick me with the magic stand arrow. He he was like grandfathered in. Right. One that's funny because he's old. He is fucking old though. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> fucking ew. Get out of here. Ma- mafia member old. <laughs> um so Trish comes out the bathroom and she says she immediately tells Fugo to take off his shirt and he's like, "Why? I don't want to do that." And but eventually he does it and so she can wipe her hands on it. Yeah, I was like, oh, cool, at least they're gonna, like, put, you know, they're gonna, you know, have her wear at least one, the child will wear at least one layer of clothing. Mm-hmm. But nope. no, nope. <laughs> Tricked you. Guess what? She's spoiled. Yeah. She wants Givenchy and French mineral water. She wants a, a she wants a special sandwich from St. Gentleman's all the way in she, Morio. She, she wants a, a gentleman sandwich imported, and she wants a fashion magazine, and she needs it right now immediately. Mm-hmm. And then they're like... Like, Fugo has, like, a little tantrum, which is kind of funny. I but like then... that Fugo's kind of a mad guy. I like that I like that he has kind of a personality. <laughs> That's good to have in a character. Yeah, I like his... That's my favorite part of Fugo so far. <laughs> um, and they're like, okay, well, let's get out of here. Let's go protect the boss's daughter. And then Giorno has, like, a little inner monologue in which he says, this is definitely worth doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, well, another day, another dollar. I have a dream, he says. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Then I think we cut to some guy. Some whack shit. Uh, He's hanging out. I forget. He's on the phone talking to someone, I think. Or he's like He gets an email about how Pulpo died. And then he's like, oh, I wonder who's guarding Trish. And I want to find him. And fuck, I hate this cat. Yeah, he's like basically like grabbing a cat and swinging it around for the scene. And then he, he like gets word that like something about Trish has come up. And then he leaves the house, and then we see the cat, and it's inside a, a wine bottle, like a ship in a bottle, and you're like, wow, how'd he do that? And then later, as I watched the second episode, I realized that was the guy, and he has powers to do that. And he's not just, he didn't just sort of shove it, he used a power to do he, it. He used a standability. Yeah. Called so, Little Man. So <laughs> so be careful, because the next time the next time our hero, you see our heroes, they could also be in a little bottle that the little boy, little man, fat man put him in. Little tiny boy in my belly. Red boy in my belly. Uh-huh. That's how it goes, right? <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Um, so 
then they're, they're at like some hideaway in a beautiful villa. Did you, so right before it cuts to the hideaway, did you see that they have like the fucking like Game of Thrones style allegiance diagram to explain like. Yeah, that's in the, um, that's in the manga too, just to kind of explain the relationships. It's not only like helpful, it's, but it's also good. I didn't, I, I, I said that's too tiny texture. Oh, I smashed right pause on that shit. Cause okay, like, so is there anything notable? There's just the, so the Bruno and his, his gang of, of ragtag friends, it po- like their arrow pointing to the boss says, we're also bad, but we believe it is morally wrong to profit from drugs. I, I mean, <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's it. You got it. It's pretty good. We're just straight edge. We're also bad dudes and don't fuck with us. We're the mob, but you but better we not. Do not like the drugs. Do part. not sell weed. I will kill you. <laughs> I wonder how Mrs. Manini is doing. God, I miss Mrs. Manini. I bet she's, I bet she's, I bet she's with Mr. Danger. They're the same height. It's cute. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. I, hey, I ship them now. Yeah. Why not? The only, uh, the only true JoJo ship. <laughs> Plebes, so, Joseph and Caesar, patricians, who? Mrs. Manini. Joseph and Caesar canceled. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're in this, like, villa, and Trish is upstairs in a room, and all the guys are hanging out, and they say, Narantra, as the smartest member of the group, we're tasking you to go out alone and buy groceries. <laughs> as the undisputed king of math. Yeah. Here, do you know how to follow directions? And then he says, absolutely not. And then Fugo <laughs> says, okay, have a good one, chief. <laughs> Pretty much. This is also, I know it's like episode 10, I probably should have noticed earlier. Didn't realize until now that Fugo has like leg windows. Yeah. So earlier I was like, does this boy have like flesh colored pockets that matches his flesh colored skin? No. No, he just kind of has like two thirds of pants on. Also, Araki canonically is on the record as saying that Fugo wears a thong. Okay. So just some, some insider info for you there. Listen, he's probably, if it rides up, he's, that's probably why he's in a bad mood. Yeah, <laughs> that's where it comes from. Yeah. Uh, so I, I remember as the scene was, so basically they're, they're making their entree go out and get supplies or whatever. And as the scene was going on, I was genuinely thinking, why would you send him? Because he's the stupidest one. Right. What Bruno mentions is that his standability will be useful to know if he's being tracked. So like, okay. I guess. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like you could just send Bruno and he could like kill someone. <laughs> like, yeah, like you could send the bullet guy. Yeah, or... so probably send the guy who's known for shooting and killing. That would be useful. Because it didn't really work out so far. I get like the tracking, yes, okay, but it's also not very specific, and you can't use it when you're in public at all. So yeah. you know. this is this is a, a key. Thinking too much into it, there is definitely an easier way. Yeah, it's tits and dragons, but like, but, I don't know. And there's the funny thing of like. Fugo being like, okay, I drew you a map. What are you going to do? And then Narancha's like, uh, I'm going to uh, draw a map. Can I have a capo trophy? Capo, one capo trophy, please. <laughs> Fugo, smiling serenely, stabs Narancha with a set of car keys. <laughs> smiling serenely. How can you have come up with a number smaller than 30? <laughs> uh, so yeah, they send Narancha out and, uh, he comes back with like all this bag, bags of stuff and he's, He's just saying this to no one. He's like, wow, here, I found the other car that Bruno left for me that I was supposed to take home. Yeah. Here it is. Uh, but guess what? There's there's a man in the backseat. Oh. Yeah, kind of like always my worst fear, which happens like all the time on JoJo. There's always sort of car car villains. And he's like, hey, where you headed? I'm Formaggio. 
Which means cheese. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of a cheese one. Uh-huh. And then Naranja yeah, pulls like, a knife, and it's like he's cutting the cheese, sort of. That's really funny. Thanks. Uh, so, I, I forget exactly what happens, but the, the cheese man, he's like, hey, what's up? I know you're one of... No, he's like, hey, how'd you get this car? This looks like one of Bruno's cars. Hey, what the and fuck is up? Did you know how big Pulpo was? They can't figure out how to cremate him. Where'd you get this car? And he's like, uh, uh, Bruno lets me drive his cars all the time. <laughs> he lets me do it. He's my dad. <laughs> he's capo now. I'm... He's capo now. Did you know? Um, basically, this, uh, scene escalates until the man in the backseat sends the shitty little man out to, <laughs> to slice, uh, Naranch's face. It's just a gross little man named Tiny Feet. Tiny Feet is just like, nah! Like, that That noise is how he looks. Yeah. Uh, the original name is Little Feet. Okay, uh, which I so, understand is a band. Never heard yeah. of it, but okay. But uh, to protect himself against... Yeah, dude, this, he sure against, does. <laughs> ...against this threat, uh, we finally see Naranja's stand, Lil Bomber. Lil Bomber! Also known as Aerosmith. So, that's you what know, really called. Uh huh. Didn't expect it to be Aerosmith. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I, good I was, I was, you know, thinking maybe, you know, a Jefferson airplane or a Red Hot Chili Peppers aeroplane or, you know, something like that. But Aerosmith is also it. Uh huh. And this is, if you, if you notice, you can actually see, like, it's never fully clear, but there's, like, a little man piloting the plane. Dude, that wasn't clear to me. Thank you for pointing it out, though. And can I, it's, like, not official canon, but stated that the man who pilots the plane is named Smith. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, it's his never, air. That rules. Yeah. Arrow is the plane and Smith is the man. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, it's a little plane. It's a little plane. It's and a little it, bomber. Yeah, it's a, the same plane from the intro. They they didn't just make that up for the intro. And I fucking love Narancha, dude, because he gets so fucking mad. He just starts, like, shooting at this car forever and kicking it over He's just and over screaming again. and cussing and, like, blowing out his ACL, just obliterating this car with kicks and plane bullets. Just it's so, riddling, like... riddling the car with bullets as the guy hides in the backseat. Because 90% of all stand battles are just, like, all about, like, finesse and, like, microsecond, like, mm. logic abilities... But Naranch is just a fucking shitty snot-nosed kid, and it's just screaming, I'll kill you in a crowded city street and kicking a car. And shooting a car with a toy airplane. Yeah. Um. And then he drops a f- he fucking- the plane goes inside of the car and fucking exp- drops a nuclear bomb inside of the car, and it's good. But he- he d- drops the bomb, but the guy's gone. Uh-oh. And Naranch is like, well, when people explode, there's usually blood. Yeah. And there is none here. And then this fucking shitty guy made himself tiny, and he's hiding in Naranja's pocket. <laughs> and yes, he, 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 tells, he, he cooks an he egg te- with a spoon. He cooks an egg with a spoon. I'm on the spoon, though. <laughs> he, and then he tells us, the audience, I can make myself small. That's my ability. Listen, this we learned that this short king has been bullied about this worthless <laughs> ability forever. <laughs> short kings rise up. Keep your head it's up. It's so good. He's like, if I, everybody on my mafia team makes fun of me, but it's about the size of your brain, not your body. And it's so good. I would be so mad if I was surrounded by people who are, like, experts with ghost-killing magic and my... Yeah, I could turn ability. my tooth into a piss-drinking jellyfish, and I'm Dio's son. I can make it get even smaller. <laughs> to make, to make a, the exact same joke I made, probably, like two episodes ago bet you can't do this on concrete <laughs> and he just gets really tiny yeah 
Um, anyway, he's just hanging out in Narancia's pocket, and he's looking, and then we get the ultimate, like, JoJo brain genius. Oh, yeah, no doubt. It's like he sees the groceries or whatever, and he's like, wow, also in this box is fancy women's makeup. Women, when they get makeup, only buy it for themselves because they know what they want. So that means he must be buying this for a woman with very specific taste. It's definitely the boss's daughter, and he knows Right, it's only somebody who couldn't leave because she's the boss's daughter, and she's under protection, and she knows I'm trying to kill her. And also, I know only the boss's daughter would read, like, Italian fashion magazines. Right. He knows. Yeah, who the, fu- who the fuck else in Naples is gonna read Italian fashion? Who, yeah, in this world with these characters, who else would ever look at a fashion <laughs> magazine? It's anyway, good. that's the episode. Uh, it's good. Uh, let's check in with the Speedwagon Foundation real quick. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Thrones. If you like, you can donate to us there. At $5 a month, you can send in a mess. We do, I believe we do have a message, and, uh, I'll, I'll get to it. Um, but, so you can make us have that reaction for $5 a month. You yeah. You get a special shout-out in episodes. And, uh, at $10 a month, oh, and you can send in an album for us to talk about on Fun Point, our music podcast. That's true. And at $10 a month, you get all that in special user status in Discord. This week's special user is Scout Shiro. Thank you, Scout. Thanks, Scout. Um, I think I'm going to hang out with Scout when I go pick up my George book that I'm owed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's that's in the works. Nice. The place is, hold, the place is holding it for me till a certain date, and they said, if you don't get it by then, I, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I said, oh, boy, I can't wait to get this and put it on my shelf and never look at it. Yeah, I can't wait to pick up that book and say, huh, 700 pages, huh? And then go on and our, A Song and of Ice and Fire and see the synopsis. all about the Targaryens? The yeah. Whole, every page? You know the okay, part George. when you're reading the the main five books and they talk about fucking Dare on the second and you're like, oh, this isn't important and you just skip it and you get to the good, interesting shit, everything else? Uh-huh. We're going to do all of the the middle stuff that you don't care about. Okay, thank you. You know how history got interesting when Robert Baratheon showed up and did his big rebellion? <laughs> yeah, dude. Let's look at all the other shit. <laughs> Let's talk about not that. Robert's rebellion was the beginning of history, if you ask me. <laughs> uh... We do have a message from uh, okay. Patreon user Breakfast. Okay. We've requested that we both read this message together, but I disagree with the content of it. So I'll okay. I'll, I... I'll, t- I'll take the burden. Okay, It was sure? me who carried you through the Patreon message. Okay. Um, because uh, the, 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 the views expressed in this Patreon message do not, um, you know... Is, this, is, is it about fascism? By... No, it's a, it says uh, Meltan is canon. Oh. Um... Uh, we apologize for saying otherwise and both love to see it, is what it says. Well, yeah, we so, like to see when Meltan is put into a cannon, flush against cannon. a wall, yeah. and, then, <laughs> and then you ignite it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Meltan is fired into the sun, as it is a steel type, I believe. And it, it yeah, which is a useless type, which shouldn't exist. Okay, steel is a very powerful type. <laughs> it's It's not. It has very good... Uh, defensive. I mean, you know, Goku level ten Red Saiyan man is very powerful, but that doesn't mean it's like good, you know. <laughs> sure, dude. <laughs> I actually halfway through saying that I was like, "Fuck, Eddie actually does like ultimate big strong people." <laughs> yeah, if, the 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 bigger they are, the stronger they are. That's, and that's yeah. one of my favorite things to do. Big all the time. Uh, episode. Oh, patreoncom slash Yeah, thanks, thanks, uh, Breakfast, for agreeing that Meltan should die. Yeah. As we all as we all know. Uh episode ten, Hitman Team. Hitman Team. They should have said the squad's right to Kitsioni. 
Is it's that sort of cooler? It's a much cooler phrase. You don't like Hitman Team. Hitman Team, no. <laughs> you don't like. Hey, everybody, we're Criminal Gang. Hitman Team sounds like an like a arena football team. Like <laughs> it's my fucking. So, which slam ball team are you rooting for this year? Hitman Team. The Diablos or the Hitman Team? Yeah. Uh. Anyway, this one. Uh. Brief recap. Narch is small. Yeah, the smaller he is, the more he is. Oh, because he's, he's slowly he's slowly shrinking and he doesn't realize it. Mm-hmm. But he, don't oh. worry, he's not a like a polnar fetus and or anything. He's he's got all of his seventeen year old maturity remaining. All, all, it's all there. He's just very tiny. He's not turning into a baby. He's just getting tiny. Yeah, he, but he doesn't get it until like forty five minutes into the episode, which is great. <laughs> it, and the whole time, Formaggio's like, "Wow, this guy's dumb as, well, hell. That's <laughs> dumb as hell." Why did they send him the worst one on this mission? <laughs> He's like, my um, shoe doesn't fit anymore. This car is too big to be mine. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> this car can't be mine because it's large. It's this 10% is not my beautiful bigger. Car. <laughs> this is not my beautiful knife. Yeah, he's literally becoming the funny talking heads man in a big suit. Uh, so there's no one left in the car. So Narench is like, oh, he must be disappeared or something. And But then he does his cool pose where Aerosmith lands. Fucking cool pose, dude. It's a cool pose. Like, he puts his arms out and it lands. Like, it's a runaway. It's really good. Yeah. Which is, uh, like, he doesn't need to do it. I was wondering if sort of, like, his shoulder blade is the hanger, but it seems maybe it's a cool thing to do. It's just a cool thing he does, because later on it just appears in places. That's so, true. Yeah. So he just likes to do it, because it's sick. Yeah. Well, if you thought that was sick, stay tuned, because now we're at a vineyard, and Trish wants her treats. She does want her treats, and everyone's like, huh, Narancha's been out for a while. And also, normal. also, Mista's babies need their juice. Yeah, so... Yeah, Trish is like, I'm, I'm thirsty. Where's my mineral water? I'm a millennial. Uh-huh. And then Miss is like, I would like to have lunch. Not for me, for my shitty children. <laughs> Six sex minions. And, and we just see them like, ah, like yeah, I'm hungry, dad. <laughs> it's good. And they're just like, hmm, yeah, this is weird. It's taking a while. Yeah. And then we get 10 minutes of fucking Narancha and he boots too big for his goddamn feet. <laughs> that sure is true. Like, he's shrinking, but he doesn't fit in his shoes anymore. And, I mean, there's some JoJo shit where Formaggio explains to me, the audience, he's like, well, clothes other than shoes will shrink with you because they're not separated from the body. Mm -hmm. And a wallet will shrink. Oh, all right, man. Yeah, like, half of uh, Formaggio's dialogue is just him explaining how his powers work to Noah. (laughs) It's pretty good. And he's even, like, he's in stealth mode, but he's still narrating. It's great. Yeah, it's good. Um... Yeah, so, uh, he, like, Narancha figures out eventually that some shit's going on. Yeah. Somehow. As, as, uh, Formaggio was just saying, is he really that stupid? Right. But then, uh, Narancha, like, runs to, like, he sees a payphone, which exists in this time period. Yeah. And, I don't know, is it in, like, a bank? It was, like, inside somewhere. It's some sort of glass sliding door place. But, like, he goes, and it's, like, an, uh automatic door but he steps on the pad and it doesn't open because he weighs too little yeah it's it's good so he has to jump up and down on it and then he gets his head caught in the door funny yeah my man's two feet tall at this point so then he just fucking sends aerosmith into blessed doors open yeah it's the <laughs> perfect like, yeah, stand dude. for this kind of occasion they were right yeah they knew he's it. doing good <laughs> um there's this, this is the second time we get a good shot of a smushed up face against the glass the first one was Pulpo. Oh, yeah, Pulpo's was good. Narancha, again, when he's, like, looking into here. Yeah, he's I like, just, like a funny kid. Um, 
Is that what happens? Oh, yeah. Uh, he's so tiny. <laughs> ah! Ah! Like, he, it keeps giving us updates on, like, the centimeters that yeah. he is. And it doesn't matter. He's just very small. Like, he has to climb up the phone, the payphone, yeah. to get to it. And, uh, I think, uh, Formaggio tells us, like, oh, because he had coins in his pocket, the coins shrunk too, so there's no way he can use the phone. Because coins, a wallet is more of, uh, connected to a person than their shoes in their society. Shoes are, it's science side of Tumblr told me that. Yeah. Uh, so he just fucking blows up one of the phones and all the coins just start pouring out like Yeah, a dude. Machine. And he's, like, struggling to lift one up and put it in. It's, it's funny. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny to see. Uh... And I forget exactly what happens, but at some point, Narancia realizes that uh, Formaggio is in his little pocket. Yeah, he Formaggio cuts the phone cords, and then Narancia's like, I figured it out somehow, though I'll explain later. And then he picks him up out of the pocket, and then he goes, anyways, Aerosmith, shoot this guy fucking dead while I'm holding him. <laughs> while I'm holding him. And Formaggio says, did I move around too much and tickle his ass? Well, yeah. I wish, like... It's um, like, I'm not going to reveal the end of this battle, uh-huh. but you can kind of assume who wins. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I wish, listen, Narancia's my favorite so far in like, this I, betting. I, I think Formaggio's character is, like, really funny and interesting, and I would have liked to see him around more. Yeah. He's, <laughs> like, I genuinely, listen, we joke a lot about, uh, we lovingly joke about our short kings on the show a lot, but it's mm-hmm. it's a very funny character trait. He should be the whole horse of this chapter. Yeah! Like, he should continue... Yeah, we need, like, a fucking... A repeated character to just, like, get owned repeatedly while thinking he's a genius pocket mastermind. It's great. Remember me? And then he's just very small. Yeah, it's good to have, like, a fucking Jesse and James team rocket every now and then. Yeah, it's fun. exactly. Uh, so then, yeah, he... Narancia's Nar- Nar- holding him, and he sends Aerosmith to shoot him, like, with the guy in his hand. So he just probably fucking destroy his fingers. Right. But he, like, pops out, and he makes a pen big or something. Well, yeah, he had a tiny ballpoint pen that he didn't mention until now, and he made it big instantly, and that propelled him all the way to the other side of the street. All the way to the other side of the street, and it stabs Narancia in the hand, and he doesn't like it. And then he's running away from Narancia, and he does the funny, um, like, defeat Red Hot Chili Pepper method of slashing open a tire. Yes. And the air pressure, like, sends him flying down the street. No doubt. So Narancia can't get... He he explains this to us because I had no idea what happened. Oh yeah, no, I'm so I like I can imagine this one sort of being a manga battle that doesn't make a whole lot of clear sense. Yeah. So then Narancia's like like Aerosmith is kind of tracking him and like chasing him down and he drops into the sewer. And there are one million rats. Just one million glowing red sands undertale eye rats with Evil sewer rats. spiders and it's bad. Good thing Bug Eaton isn't here. I'm so glad Bug Eaton isn't there. This is his family. <laughs> his evil, doomed family. Yeah. There there, there are 1,000 rats and one giant spider. Who <laughs> who would win? One tiny yeah. Narancia or with, um, with Aerosmith or Bug Eaton with one sniper rifle? That's tough, dude. <laughs> New, settle it and smash. Announce. <laughs> Narancia. There's the... Are you excited about the Persona Man? I so I wanted to go to bed early last night to get a good night's sleep of yeah. rest before I had to wake up <laughs> at five thirty in the morning and teach the youth of tomorrow about books. Uh-huh. And my phone just starts exploding, and I have no idea what's going on. And I just see people sending nonsense on Twitter and the word persona. Yeah, and I'm like, oh shit, there's a new persona game. Oh, 
so I figured it out, and then I found that. So it was like cool to me, but I was like, oh, I thought there was new persona, right? Yeah, <laughs> which would have you never saw it me. coming. I didn't. Is it? Can I fucking tell you how excited I was? I've, so I've, as as everybody knows, I'm complaining all the time about it. I'm I'm in I'm in the middle of my comprehensive exams right now, so that I can by the next yada yada boys, I will functionally be a doctoral candidate, which mm-hmm. is exciting. Um, but right now it fucking sucks, and I can't sp- I can't play Smash. So I took a break from writing a million pages about pro wrestling and why it's good. And I opened up Twitter, and everybody was so excited about Joker being in Smash. <laughs> and I don't know Persona games, so I really, for like 30 pure beautiful seconds, I really thought they put Heath Ledger Joker in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate he, DLC uh, package. So, so we had two very, both, like, very highs... Right, yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm still like, oh, I, you know, I want to play Persona 5 eventually, like, the character seems cool, I like the aesthetic, I'll probably play as him sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, oh, man, it would have been so good. No, if, you know, it, could, it could have you been, know, madness is like gravity, all it takes is a little smash, and then it, you know, it's, that's how you reveal it. It says, do I look like a man with a final smash? Yeah, And then, and then, and then a phone, a phone explodes in Batman's belly. Yeah, <laughs> and then you see um, Peach tied up on the top of a skyscraper, and Mario goes, Peach, and then she blows up. Oh, I was going to do um, uh, Solid Snake goes, Rachel. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, Solid Snake would be better. Fuck. Uh, yeah, I, I mentioned this earlier in Pigot Chat, I think, but uh, the funny game of Tekken has the character of Negan from The Walking Dead as DLC, and Kim thought he was going to be in Smash. <laughs> Which is very just like this regular human man with a bat, just like destroying yeah. Kirby. That'd be pretty good. I mean, they got fucking Dracula hunters or whatever. So yeah, yeah they have like the Christian characters of Simon and Rictus or whatever. Simon Rick, Rick, the demon Rictus from the Scooby Doo movie is now in Super <laughs> Smash Brothers. But I mean, th- I think I read somewhere that all of the like DLC characters, other than Piranha Plant, are going to be from like new franchises. Yeah. You know, I, no. I'm dead fucking serious. I'm gonna lose it if Sans gets in there. Like, th- like honestly, it's looking more and more. Yeah, amazing. like it's. Listen, Sans is gonna be an ultimate. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Sans, Sans Undertale will be in Super Smash. Sans Thunder. Undertale is coming to Pegot Meetup. <laughs> We're gonna Confirmed. go to Grillby's. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> Confirmed. Um. Anyway, this episode. Uh, oh yeah. So yeah. Yeah, we're all gonna uh, come in for a big hug. Anyways, the, we learned about the Hitman team. The Hitman team. Uh, there's nine members and a man drinks a car. <laughs> this is fucking good. <laughs> so yeah, we see there's the the Formaggio is normal size and he's in a normal size bathroom two years ago in Naples and there's like a mayor or something. And he puts a car in his drink, a tiny little toy car. And then he goes back to the evil villain table, and there's the world's ugliest man there, and his name is Pesci, and then Espresso gives him diarrhea, and I demand to not watch whatever episode has Pesci in it in the future. Uh, his, spoiler alert, these are all stand users, and his stand, I despise it. Fucking dude, I hate Pesci. He looks like the green Gen 5 Pokemon monkey, which is the worst <laughs> one of them. I fucking... Fucking like Panpour or whatever? Pan like, Sage, like fucking yeah. whatever. And then there's, they have their own like Abaccio where like he, he has he long has hair. Red eyes. And he also has a fucking, he's a foot guy apparently, great. And then... This, this is just a fucking table of perverts. <laughs> yeah, it's real fucking bad. 
And I just say, I fucking hate the man of Pesci. And then a car explodes out of old Joseph's stomach. And yeah. his, his girlfriend hates to see it, but not for long, because the car, the car also, also fucking... Him. What if it was... Okay, what if it was um, uh, Toyota Corolla da? Because it's a car. Ah! Yeah, nice one. Thank you. Give me some reggae. Give me some reggae. Do 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 do. Anyways, they like, all go. So so Formaggio completes his funny car mission of killing two people, and then they all go back to the base, and everybody's like, "What's up, Formaggio? You fucking four eleven looking tiny ass with a stupid ability." Yeah, yeah, you did it, you fucking idiot. Yeah, nice job. Where the fuck are sorbet and gelato? I bet they're fucking. They all say. Uh, this is, so, it does, this, uh, one, so one thing I want to mention is that, uh, for, for Maggio, a couple times he says, uh, presento da, and perfecto da. Yeah. Which is good to hear. Yeah, I like it. Uh, uh, sorbet and gelato in the, in this, this whole scene of them, like, the backstory of, like, the Hitman team is not in the manga as far as I know. Like, oh. as far as I remember. It's just, like, during, uh, this fight, I think Formaggio kind of, like, remembers what happened to Sorbet and Gelato, and he's like, I need to win for their sake, or whatever. Oh, like shit. Um, but, and he's thinking about it, he's like, yeah, there were rumors about them. But in this one, they're pretty much just like, yeah, those two are gay. Yeah. Which is, like, kind of cool but they both were murdered terribly yeah it was kind of like okay this is nominally better than you know game of thrones style representation but then they sort of do get horrifically dismembered and killed so it's it's yeah kind of bad not great the Um, one shot of them like cuddling is cute yeah they they made i think this one is even like one of them has their hand in the other one's shirt and he's like squeezing his titty yeah it's good. Yeah, it's it's like Giorno and Gold Experience for a second. <laughs> yeah, on the on the tram and fucking yeah. one or whatever. Um, and they all of these guys look like shit except for the one who looks like Abaccio. Yeah, he looks like cool. He's like the dark leader. Yeah. Um, but then there's a man with like a snow cone ice cream on his head who loves to yell <laughs> and he has big red glasses. Um, and he he's like, oh yeah, Sorbet and Gelato are missing. Uh, and then we get this thing that's, like, the narrator telling us that gang members will try to rebel because they'll realize that they can make more money, like, not working with the boss or working against him. Right. Especially the drug people, because they can, like, take a cut of it. And I think his name is, like, Jaco, or, God, I don't know how to say it, but Snowcone Man, yeah. he makes, like, a pretty good point. <laughs> like, it actually kind of makes their motivations make sense. What, is it just, like, the money is good? Yeah, because he's, like, the drug guys get a cut of the money, and, like, the gambling guys do, but we only get money when, like, we kill people. Right, he's an an exploited proletariat. Exactly, yeah. I mean, again, we are bad dudes. Yeah, profit is is stolen labor, yeah. But here's our motivation. (laughs) Um, And then they do another thing where it's, like, they're talking, it's, like, the oh, they rebel against the boss, and they put a silhouette of, like, a mob man. Like, there's no fucking way the boss of this gang looks like Giovanni from Pokemon. Like, he, so so far. (laughs) But, hey, no one knows him, so he might be. Yeah, it's, Um, maybe it's a Kira situation, where he's just, he's, 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 he blends in because he is normal, the famous, the famous veil of normalcy. Uh, and then later, like, then we get, they all, like, go away or whatever and then they get like updates they're like did you hear what happened to sorbet and gelato they're all on um aol instant messenger yeah and then it was in in the diner scene or whatever um someone yells at the disgusting man of pesci for drinking milk because he looks like a mama's boy Uh uh-huh 
And then in one, he's with someone else who's like on a laptop talking and there's, he's looking over his shoulder into the laptop and you see a cup of milk with a straw in it. That's pretty good. Okay. Maybe Pesci's not, not all bad. It's really Maybe Pesci contains multitudes. (laughs) So, uh, anyways, back to Narancia. He's obliterating rats to death. We, we did kind of forget about the man who gets cut up into 100 discrete pieces and then framed in amber. Yeah. That's kind of, yeah, it's Sorbet. He gets, uh, they get, they get a bunch of packages and it's 36 discrete, like, packages, frames all in the same shade of nail polish that Sorbet used. And then they put them all together in a line and it's a whole human body and they're dead. And his body's all cut up into pieces and then, like, preserved in this, what, amber, that's not amber, but pretty much whatever. Dino DNA. And then. Yeah, that's what they say. Like, they, and then. The narr- or someone says it was a rather intense way of getting killed. <laughs> no doubt. Like, yeah. And then we find that, that Gelato, like, had to watch and choked on his, like, gag he had in his mouth so he wouldn't get cut yeah, up too. Yeah, like a, like a Brandon uh, Stark. Some, some pretty light stuff here from, uh, from Iraqi. Yeah, know. kind of. This is not a crazy, noisy, bizarre town, you know? <laughs> yeah, this is That's not, a, it's not really a fun so much as it is, um, horrific. It's not a fun, it's not a fun cop getting killed. <laughs> yeah. It's not like a fun Pepsi crime against the police. FBI, that was, I didn't say that. Craig didn't hear it, so we're good. Yeah. Um, so then they like see this and they're like, it says something like, oh, then the hitman squad stopped trying to find the boss until they found out he had a daughter. Right. Dun, dun, dun. And then we're back into, uh, to, 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 to normal time. And then Narancha's filling rats with lead. Yeah, he's just, just slaughtering rats. And then, uh, we fi- we, uh, Formaggio's like running away and different rats keep getting destroyed. And he realizes that N- uh, Narancha can track him through his breathing. Uh, and then we see Narancha again and he has a fucking Dragon Ball Z scouter. Yeah, it's good. It's a radar and he can track yeah, breathing pretty much. And it shows like like a sub like the boop boop like right. scan thing. It's cool. And he uh sees that wa- so fucking Formaggio like is the rat king and he gets them all to like ride away together in a pack. Listen, it makes sense. <laughs> and he's riding on top of one and but uh Narancha uses his big brain and realizes that one of the little dots on his radar is much bigger than the rest of them. I did make Jesse Pinkman screaming face at this point because Narancha <laughs> goes, I think it might be worth it to shoot the shit out of that fatty there. Yep, like he's gonna have that. the most like wonderful plump rat. I'm gonna fucking murder it. And I was <laughs> screaming and I was like, please, not the rat. But luckily <laughs> he just, he just takes out the human man on top. He does hit the, the human man who, but he got big again. Yeah. He got better. And, uh, we realized that, like, the, he, he gets fucking, like, riddled with bullets. But he's okay because, uh, Lil Bomber was very tiny, so it did a little damage. Right, he made him, if he makes himself big, then it's just, like, it's little pinpricks, you know? Uh-huh. And then we, like, go back to, uh, Narancha, and it says, like, Narancha, half a centimeter tall. Yeah, he's fucking small, dude. Uh, yeah, so, uh, next week, Narancha's Lil Bomber. Yeah, we're finally getting started and seeing what Naracha's all about. Yeah, I wonder what his stand is. Yeah. Uh, that's the episode. That's the episode. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. I, I really enjoy the, like, backstory of the Hitman Squad. Yeah. Because it's like, at least, I don't know, it's something. 
rather than yeah they're not just like street toughs who were born in an alley and lived there for 20 years and yeah it didn't just show up like man my name is like uh and he was my friend aqua necklace like i don't need your grandpa's dead like i don't need that so much angelo yeah it's okay they're all here they're all it's it is also kind of cool because they're both like against the boss bosu but Uh they're also against each other you know Damn, but but for different reasons. So that that's a little uh, a little tweak in the uh, like they they don't really they're not like we must stop Bruno. They're just like we want to kill the boss. Yeah, so. we want we we want it first for money, and they uh, then Bruno says we want it first for uh, straight edge. Yeah, <laughs> we hate drugs. Yeah, we hate them. We're, we're fine with murder. That's cool. Yeah, but the drugs. Uh, I draw the and, line at it's spliffing a joint. <laughs> that's how it goes. Uh-huh. Uh, let's get into questions. Let's do it. Uh, yaddy yaddy boys at gmail.com and yaddy dish yaddy dish boys at tumblr.com. Uh, we should probably make a fucking Twitter for this show because, uh, Tumblr. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. 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 Uh huh. Yeah. No, uh, female presenting nipples as they're known. So this show is. Yeah. Can't so. <laughs> can't allow JoJo content. Nope. Um,. Also, that, that link you posted earlier in JoJo Chat, I think, about the cats that look like Sorbet and July. Yeah. I couldn't access it from my school because it said banned for adult content. Ah, cool, dude. Normal so website. let me look at it. Yep, okay. There they are. It does look like them. <laughs> <laughs> it does! <laughs> this is good. Okay, thank you for that. No problem. It's uh, it's good. Yeah, yaddy yaddy boys at gmail.com. So uh, after like December seventeenth or whatever, uh, you re- you risk permanent deletion of your account your account when you send in like what if uh, it was JoJo Part sixty nine. Mm, you're just so Im- tread lightly. Immediately, immediately eviscerated from the internet. Yeah, no posting. It's gone for you. Yeah, David Carp is unreachable and unstoppable and unkillable. Uh, uh, so first uh, message comes in. You know the Tybell guy kind of looks like a stand user. Who does? You know the Tumblr staff guy who wears a tie as a belt? Oh, fuck, he does! That's kind of a JoJo look, honestly. I wear I, I, I wear a tie as a belt for uh, the extra flair. Anyways. Yeah, anyways, he definitely has a stand. First message comes in from friends of the show Val Flight Cub, who says, Okay, I'll read this phonetically at the start. Hi. Smee Valley Flyka. <laughs> if any of the fun point bands were stands, what would their abilities and Crunchyroll names be? Okay. I can't re- so I can't remember if this has been asked before. If it has, then skip that and go to my second question, which is, if you had to pick two JoJo's to switch hairstyles with each other, who would it be and how would they feel about it? Which one do you want to tackle first? Um, let's let's start with the first one. I don't believe that's been asked. Okay. Um, so what do we got? Okay. Knife Man is already a fake Crunchyroll standing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it would just be like, the original name would be like, Sick Blade Master. Uh-huh. Which would turn into <laughs> Knife Man. What the fuck? What have we done for Fun Point? Um, Born to Run, Acid Rap, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. Uh, so, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge would, like, place a curse on someone that, like, if they wronged someone... Oh, like someone, cameo vibe. If they wronged someone, then, like, it would be returned to them in some way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
the, the crunch real name would be like many thanks for happy murder <laughs> there we go um deltron many, th- many thanks for happy vengeance <laughs> multiple cheers at a reasonable cost yeah <laughs> Deltron thirty thirty would just like it would it would be a tactical EMP that would destroy all like electronic equipment, but it would be called like Robot Future. Robot Future. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Thanks. Um, which if, okay, so if two JoJo's had to switch hairstyles with each other, who would it be, and how would they feel about I it? I mean, you gotta fuck with Josuke's hair, right? Jo- uh, Jotaro's getting Josuke's hair. <laughs> Oh, they'd both hate that equally. Yes, that's why it's good. His hat wouldn't fit. But, um... I really also want... If I could... He would, he would still he would still wear the hat, but it'd be like a Hey Arnold hat. It would be really <laughs> tiny. <laughs> Fucking... You ever think about how, how Hey Arnold is bald? It, uh, damn, it's true. Because, I mean, he's got hair on the sides, but there's a middle where the hat is, you know? There's nothing there. There's nothing there. I would love to switch uh, present-day Koichi's hair with the cool hair Super Saiyan that he used to have. Oh, oh yeah. And sure. I would feel good about it. Because mm-hmm. I don't the like Pol- the Polnareff Pol- Pol- vibe. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, is, it, is it strictly JoJo's, or is it anyone? Yeah, you can, give, you, you can give Okuyasu a new haircut if you want. What are you thinking? Oh, uh, fuck. Let's give Jonathan um, Giorno's hair. Yeah. D- oh, dude, Dio would be so confused. Because <laughs> then Dio would have that hair. Damn. Damn, dude. Because, <laughs> yeah, Jonathan is Giorno's dad, too. He is. <laughs> My two dads. Listen, Joseph gets married twice, but Jonathan has two dads and a mom. It rules. It rules, and it's perfect. So there you go. Official, uh, let's get some fan art of this. Yeah. Let's get to get the, let's get those uh, paintbrushes going. <laughs> uh, remember when Kakyoin could um, hurt with paint? Yeah, and he could control minds and bodies. Remember, remember, remember when he died in a water tower, and his last thought was about how he had no friends. How he had no friends except for his disgusting ghost. Yeah, that nobody likes and it is ineffective and never hurt anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rip in peace. We, we miss you. We miss you every day. It should have been Polnareff. Yeah, it should have been. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the episode. Oh, wait. I think we got we just got one more. Hey, oh, yeah? perfect timing from uh, Roy, the show where he fuck Warlock. Oh. So here's this. I haven't uh, vetted this one. I bet it's good. We, we here at Yaddy Yaddy Boys Industries just trust gonna, Roy. Just kind of kind of uh, take, a, take a shot Let's at this. Let's walk out on the plank. So I know there's been at least one reference made in passing to Alessi being, like, the gold standard of visually obvious stand users. But where truly are we sitting? At this point, what character is the most clockable stand user? Ooh. So who, I I think, it's like, who looks most like a stand user? Right, it's not necessarily punchable in terms of clockable, Mm -hmm. it's clocking, making verifiable. I I mean, at least for part five, probably Fugo. I don't like how derivative Fugo looks. I love that he's not wearing a full outfit of pants, just sort of most of one. Mm-hmm. But he looks like half Dio, half Kakyoin, and it's really... Yeah, he does. Um, anyone in part four? I mean, if, if in terms of least looks like a stand user, it's probably Kira. Yeah. Or like t- Shigechi, but he looks like a monster, so... 
Dude, I went and I watched the monologue that you you wake up every morning and do the moves alongside, where he meets Shigechi mm. at school. Mm-hmm. It's so good. <laughs> where he just talks about how, like, he does 20 minutes of stretching and he loves to sleep and he has to fucking kill you so that he doesn't have trouble sleeping. And he drinks a warm glass of milk every night before bed. Yeah, and he doesn't smoke and he rarely drinks. It's so good. It's so good, dude. I miss Kira, dude. Do you know who looks like a stand user? The fucking guy who lived on top of the transmission tower. Yeah. Yeah. He's up there. Now, Especially because he had a fake face on. And knives in his fingers. Yeah, I didn't care for that dude. Mickey Taka deserved full custody of Superfly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, remember when Mickey Taka mind controlled a human woman to pretend to be his mom? I mean, wait, is that, is that, oh yeah, that is verified, huh? Yeah. I mean, are, are, we're led to believe it is. Right. So. Oh man, I just saw Yuya again. I hate that dude. Oh, Yuya sucks. Dude, I forgot about him for like that was a nice like three months where I didn't think about Yuya at all. I still I still like Highway Star Guy. Highway Star Guy's great. I'll, listen, the fucking gross uh, Pesci's friend would love him because it's all feet all the time. Oh, Pesci looks so bad, dude. I fucking it's Pesci. Yeah, because he looks the like he looks the worst, and he has like stand user vibes. So oh. it's, it's like a combination of those two, kind of take him over the top. It's just that he, like, his face is so long. <laughs> I don't need that. This is a fucking Monster Factory creation. It is! I honestly, I like, listen though, Alessi is, he has fucking jingle bells in his Hey Arnold hair. He's like very, he's he's still very much a gold standard to me. Mm. But yeah, we, we have some contenders. Yeah. So, uh, that's the episode. Thanks for listening. Yeah, uh, thank you. We'll see you in two weeks. To talk about Naranja's Lil Bomber and to be announced. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. There we go. Remember to uh, tag someone who's always waking up feeling sexually horny. Alright, Semper Funny, y'all. Semper Funny. Uh, see, see, see you in Boston. See you in Boston. Happy Kimiversary. Happy Kimiversary. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.